Hello and welcome to E is for Dragon, an Eragon reread podcast. I'm your host Charlie. I'm Nick. And I'm Sean. And this week we read A Taste of Tim, An Old Friend, and The Witch and the Werecat. Ooh. <laughs> oh, fun's gonna chat this. Yeah, really. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, a, a lot, lot bigger happens. than we used to. Uh, strap yourselves in, lads, for the summary because about I've got about four pages of summary for these chapters. <laughs> it did turn out to be like forty pages worth of yeah, content. Yeah, it was quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I had a tragic incident in the middle where I was once again reading in my chair in the beautiful sunlight, and I fell asleep for a little bit between <laughs> cha- the uh, th- uh, second and third chapter. I was just sitting there holding my book, like dozing off. I had to wake up and be like, I'm just going to slap myself out of it. <laughs> I had to go um, sit, on the, sit on the ground so that I would remain awake and finish reading <laughs> my first read and then my second read, taking notes. It was very um, arduous. You're so strong for this. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I've, been, I've stayed so awake all of today, though. You're so brave. Should we do the summary? <laughs> okay. You've been putting it off. Oh, I'm a... It's going to be a little arduous for me. Mm. Well, A Taste of Tim will not. <laughs> in A Taste of Tim, uh, they arrive at Tim. Uh, Sephira's really upset that she can't come with them into the city and that she's once again being left behind in the exact same situation she was very upset about in the past two towns they went to, but they're going to be here a bit longer, because so it's even worse. Uh, she and Aragorn have a really lovely little, like fun, I love you, I hate you kind of conversation. <laughs> um, uh, they come in through the front the front gate and some guards, like, you know, ask them what's your name, what are you doing here? Uh, Aragorn pretends that Brom is old and crazy. Um, uh, we get really in-depth uh, descriptions of the way that Tiam is built, which is basically it's being built as kind of like a cone, I guess. There's a really thick wall around the outside, and as the building and the buildings near the wall are really low, and as they move toward the center, they get taller and taller until eventually, at the ce- at the exact center, there's a huge citadel with big towers, uh, and it's built like this so that you can line all of the roofs with arches and repel invaders because at some point the city was almost completely burnt down in a pirate raid so then they went like total overkill frankly on building their entire city to to fend off attackers from any direction there's only two gates into town as well which seems like a massive nightmare Uh, they go into a tavern called the Green Chestnut, and Brom is almost swindled by the bartender when asking for information on where Jod lives, uh, before some random good Samaritan comes in and messes it all up and gives him the information for free. Uh, he also tells us that a number of merchants, including Jode, almost said Brom, <laughs> including Jode, have been having major mishaps with their shipments, wherein a large number of their ships have been simply going missing at sea, and they've been having to spend a lot more money on overland routes, using caravans and like a lot of security. So Jode lost his last ship earlier this week. It just disappeared in the ocean again. Um, Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, they ha- they don't think it's Urgles at all because they haven't seen Urgles in this region for almost a year 
because they seem to have all been moving uh, south and west. Yeah, south and west. Um, uh, which, just really quick, confirms that south, the regular cardinal directions are real and the ones on the map are just they're just bullshit, different symbols, fantasy bullshit you know? for no reason it's just the letters that um. <laughs> maybe that's why Aragon can't read we'll get to that you could read English but it doesn't exist <laughs> yeah um, so that's basically the extent of a taste of Tim it's quite short but then we get to an old friend and Brom and Aragon have made their way across the city to the region that they have been told that Jode lives in they've been told that he lives next to Angela the herbalist so once they get there, obviously there's a house on either side of Angela the Herbalist, so they have to ask which one it is. And they have a rather delightful little conversation with Angela, uh, in which she tells them about how she is studying uh, toads to try and disprove that their existence. Because <laughs> if all toads are frogs, then you can't do wicked magics with toads because they don't exist. Um, Aragon. Perfect sense. <laughs> Aragon. Um, has will not put up with this for a second. He does not believe in this. He thinks that that's rubbish. And Brom thinks that there maybe could be something to it, but he's also just kind of humouring her for the sake of riling Aragon up. <laughs> uh, they knock on Jode's door, and his hot young wife open. She like cracks the door open, barely, barely opening it. Does not want to let them in, but eventually agrees to take a message to him. And once he receives that message, he basically bursts out the door, and is completely shocked to see Brom alive and there. Um, they move to go have a private conversation which, instead of having that in his house, they go to his office inside the Citadel um, because all of the traders are being required to pay rent on an office. It seems like he doesn't use it for much else. So may as well. <laughs> it's got very thick walls, so you may as well have your secret meetings there. Um, they're having, so they're having their conversation about this. We learn that Brom looks just about the same now as he did 20 years ago. Uh, and he begins telling Jode about the events that led to them no longer, you know, him thinking that Brom had died. But he's using very, very vague language to make sure that Aragorn's not understanding any of it. Which he's very annoyed by. <laughs> um... He claims that Aragon is just like a regular farm boy who just happened to be going in the same direction, so they're traveling together just for the safety. Uh, they have, in order, they ask Jode about seeing the trade logs that they want to see to try and track the Sather oil. Uh, Jode gestures to his entire wall of books, which is all just his trade logs. Uh, and in order to see all of the trade logs of all of the traders, you need to have permission from Brand, who is the trade administrator. Uh, and then it'll be weeks of work looking through all of the records. Uh, Brom then sends Aragon out with an excuse of checking on the horses. Uh, Aragon's really upset about that and immediately figures out how to use magic to eavesdrop on him through the wall. Pretty good. <laughs> so what we learn is a brief uh, brief little notes of what we learn from his eavesdropping. Uh, Jode has been supplying the Rebellion and a place called Trondheim through Surda. Um, we learn, we hear mention of Trondheim, we hear mention of dwarves, as well as um, a queen, when none of the known lands that Aragon knows about have a queen. Uh, Brahma wants to send a message to these people. Uh, 
It seems that in the time that Aragorn took to figure out how to eavesdrop, Jode has already been told that Aragorn is a dragon rider. Uh, so it seems that Brom wants Jode to know this, but doesn't want Aragorn to know that Jode knows about it. Um, so that's like the gist of the conversation here, eavesdrops on there. Um, we then learn uh, that Jode's hot young wife, Helen, is really upset that he's losing all of his money. And she can- <laughs> Which is pretty fair, to be honest. They're all a bit mean about it. About, like, oh, she can't support her lifestyle. But, uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, if I had married an old, a rich old man and he's immediately losing all his money, I'd be pretty pissed as well. <laughs> um... Aragorn leaves the city to go speak to Sephira, uh, and while talking to her, she's at the top of a cliff, he decides that he's going to climb the cliff just for something to, just for fun, and then get stuck halfway up. <laughs> uh, this does, isn't very relevant to anything, but we spend quite a bit of time on it. Uh, she makes a lot of fun of him for being stuck on the cliff. Um... She suggests that you could potentially use magic to view the records without actually having to visit the record keeper and having to get permission. Uh, so Aragorn, after this, then goes back back into the city. He almost um, he's almost too late for curfew. Uh, almost get locked out. He goes back to Jode's house after struggling through the streets of Tim, getting quite lost because he's a small town boy. Um, he goes in and Brahm is telling him, this is, this is the plan, we're going to go read all these records. And he says, well, I don't really think I can help you with that at all because I can't read. <laughs> and Brahm is very shocked by this. Because apparently Garrow could read and just didn't teach him. Aragorn did not even know that Garrow could read. But he could and he never taught him and presumably also never taught Roran how to read. Just because he didn't want to, I suppose. Um, that really feels like something you should teach. I like, know. I just can't believe it. I can't believe that he didn't, want, didn't do that. Um, Aragorn picks a random book off of Jode's study wall, and it is just by complete chance an incredibly illegal history of alocasia. <laughs> um, that uh, has the, the author was burnt for writing it. Uh, somehow he has a copy, and he just happened to pick it up. <laughs> Um, Brom tells us that scrying probably won't won't work because you need to have seen the object before and even if they had seen the correct book before in order to scry on the page they wanted it would need to already be open on that page which is pretty unlikely mm. uh, Aragon convinces him to tell him the, wor- the, the magic words for scrying now even though he swears totally I, d- I will not scry until we leave Tim I swear I swear on my life, I'm not going to scry. He really wants to scry on Roran to see if he's in trouble after all the the Razak business. And Brom basically tells him, you can't go back to try and help him. You can't try and draw the Razak away from him. The only thing you can do for him is leave him to his own business and hope that he figures it out. (laughs) Um, and then we once again get conf- confirmation that Galbortrix really wants Aragorn to be a willing participant in any plots that he has going on. So they probably are not going to try and kill him outright, but they might try and capture him or torture him or do uh, other sort- such things. Uh, and then we get to the witch and the werecat. 
Brom and Jode have gone out for the day. Aragorn slept in. He gets to go explore the city for a bit, but he's got no money, so he has to come back to the house for dinner, for, for, for lunch. Uh, before going back into the shop, he goes into Angela's shop to take a little look, and there he meets a very, very bizarre cat. <laughs> which is the titular werecat. His name is Solombum. Yes. He begins to thought speak to Eric. I'm sorry for calling it thought speak, by the way. This is animal brain poisoning. I can't call it anything else. Uh, he's thought he's thought speaking to Aragon, and Aragon's very stupid. So he's like, "Whoa, Sephira, where are you? What are you? How are you talking? What, what's going on?" Uh, and then he grabs a random rod that electrocutes him. Solomon <laughs> uh, says that he has called him very stupid uh, for not knowing where Werecat is because they are apparently creatures from legends. Uh, we learn that they've got magic powers, have really long lifetimes and they know a lot more than they will tell you <laughs> Angela comes in and because Solombum spoke to Aragon she is willing to give him a real fortune telling which because uh, only two customers of hers have ever been able to speak to him before one of them being a blind beggar and the other one being a woman many years ago named Selena who while Aragon also makes the connection that that could quite likely have been his mother <laughs> Uh, Selena was did choose to get her fortune told at that time, and that convinces Aragon that he too can muscle through and agree to get his fortune told, even though it might be bad. <laughs> uh, the fortune is really quite long, so I'm just going to kind of skip over it now, and we'll discuss it uh, when we get to it, because um, it's a bit convoluted. Uh, after getting his fortune told, he tells Angela his na his real name and also Brom's real name. Uh, and Angela laughs when hearing that Brom is Brom <laughs> and says that he's known in her profession because his doom, or rather his future, is something of a joke. <laughs> Uh, then tells him two things. When the time comes and you need a weapon, look under the roots of the Manoa tree. And when all seems lost and your power is insufficient, go to the rock of Cuthain and speak your name to open the vault of souls. Uh, he then walks off, um, I think he wiggles his tail quite elegantly is the wording. Uh, Aragorn's very freaked out about this. He forgets all about his lunch and goes straight back outside of the city to go speak to Sephira, who thinks that Solombum's words are probably very, very important. And also maybe don't tell Brom about any of this because then he'll ask some questions and Aragorn's not good at lying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Aragorn goes back to the house. Uh, Brom and Jode have come back. Brom has been unable to convince or bribe Brand to let him see these shipping records, which he's very upset about. <laughs> uh, he has decided now that he's going to spend a single week teaching Aragorn how to read. And then after that, when that's finished, you know, after one week, he'll give Brand a, quote, nasty surprise. And that's all he'll say on the matter. They then have an incredibly, incredibly cold and awkward dinner with Jode and Helen. Um, Jode and Helen are sitting at opposite ends of the table with Aragorn and Brom in the middle. Uh, and Aragorn says... I've had cherrier meals at funerals, and he <laughs> means it. <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> All right. Oh, this was a big one. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. get started. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. starting on a taste of term. That was the, like, I think that's either the biggest or the second largest section we're going to have to read in this entire book. No, right? I think there's a larger section. Like, closer to the end? Um, yeah, if I'm having a little look. 
Like, the thing with this um, lot is... Yeah, close to the end. It's mostly exposition. So mm, there's, like, yeah. lots of detail and not, like, exciting stuff yeah. happening. Yeah, but, but you're also, getting information. But there's a lot of information. Um, later in the book, towards the end, we're going to have... Um, what's it going to be? It's going to be Ajihad, Bless the Child, Arget Lim, and Mandrake Root, and Newt's Tongue. And having a look at, like, the location in there, I think there's going to be some action scenes in there, so Woo-hoo. it probably will be a slightly not quite so uh, huge of a summary. Oh, yeah. We have because it won't, gotten, be expedi- ex- it won't be exposition. Expedition. <laughs> well, it will be perhaps more expeditious, but... It <laughs> We've only had, like, one action scene so far, so I'm yeah. kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but... Like, it's so clear that he really likes the fantasy city he made up. Yeah. (laughs) Which is so cute and fun. Um, I like Tarim as well. It's nice. I think it's fun. Um, I have been picturing it all wrong because he mentions at the beginning that the wall outside is white. And I had applied that to all the buildings as well. But they're actually all kind of like a dark slate grey, which is very different. I've been picturing it as something quite beautiful. But it says at least the lower buildings are are largely grey. That's sad. I've been thinking of them as like a pretty little like Mediterranean white, you know? (laughs) Yeah, or like... I don't know if either of you ever finished Del Toro Quest, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Tora from Del Toro Quest. Um, that place is actually very scary and maybe not very much like this, but um, it is it is a mountain-shaped white city, so... Um, but, yeah, I, like, I love the bit where Brom is, like, pretending to be, like, a kind of old and stupid, and Aragorn immediately <laughs> takes the chance to leap on his back and shake him around, like, yeah. so much... <laughs> Um, say that he's got a touch of, touch of the brain fever, you know? <laughs> brain fever. These two farm country hicks visiting the big city. Yeah. yeah. What I wanted to, like, kind of hash out was if they're... If they have, like, British accents, because the way it's written, because it's written phonetically, yeah. it's written <laughs> like they have oh, northern British accents. Yeah. Like, they're putting them on for the for the bit. Yeah, it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... Putting on fake. What accent do you think that Paulini was writing them to have... Like, people usually just write in their own voice, right? But if these yeah. guys had American accents, then what mm-hmm. they're doing there is crazy. I mean, it could be, like, something that well, Western this friend Southern. Mm. It could be. But all fantasy is and right is speaking in RP, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are British. <laughs> they all are speaking in um pronounced. Oh my god, what's it called? Rhotic pronunciation? No, it's not rhotic. It's um received pronunciation, mm. like all the BBC presenters. <laughs> no, no one except for like the royal family have that as a native accent. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe some, like, very high-up aristocrats, but they don't really exist anymore. Yeah. No, it's all put on. I mm. like the description of, like, the, the big walls city and the, like, mm-hmm. the stages of the Citadel. Yeah. But I also don't really know why um, the city needs to be built like that. <laughs> no. It's explained that it's, well, like... Because it's pirates. Yeah, it's... But a, pi- they're, they're pirates. They're not going to siege a whole city. No. <laughs> And also, this is supposed to be a big trading center, but it's kind of hard I don't to know, get things in and really out. Really hard to get things in and out because you have to go through the spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't seem like many of the other main cities are coastal, so it's not really a yeah, port. Yeah, they have the river that goes to Dressliona, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like something, but like. 
Yeah, it just doesn't seem that usefully located. The river flows towards Tam, then gets to a lake, and then flows towards Drasleona. So it's like, even that is difficult. And I, the road before this is described as being kind of... I don't think this guy knows what a highway is, because they're all described as being little pokey, like, side roads, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though they're well, going... Well, maybe they just didn't take the real ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I assume that there would be, like, better roads, like, between, like, Gilead and Dressleona, mm-hmm. and presumably they would, like, fork at some point and go towards Tim. They're just well. not shown on the map. The, the, no roads are on this map, no. it's only rivers and, like, the borders. Uh, so I gotta. I assume that they just were not on a big road. I guess like Darrett's not like. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're hiding the dragon on but the way there like, too. There's also a city further north. Nada. No, it's um, Sunon is further north than Darrett and Yazorak, and it's a city. So should there not also yeah. be like roads for access to that? Mm. Nobody because ever that's not anywhere. That's not like located well at all because the Enora River like just turns around and goes back <laughs> to the lake it starts at. That that river's not getting you anywhere. <laughs> do rivers do that? No. I don't... <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> Wait, the one from like the one connecting Darrett to Uruban, this whole one here, this entirely landlocked river. Um <laughs> Is that, sure. Does that happen? I, does that happen? I don't. I feel I don't like know it must. About rivers. <laughs> I feel like it must be able to happen that you could have a river. I yeah. Just between like, just large like, lakes. Yeah, or like if it's like just ended up eventually splitting into such tiny streams, you wouldn't mark them anymore. Mm. But it does seem very bizarre. It is odd. I'm not sure if it's possible or not. I just think like maybe it could be. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, my vision of Terum was like. Um, more like Basing, say, uh, combined with some port town. So it's yeah. like... Yeah, I mean, like, does the does the wall kind of, like, go around the harbour, maybe? I don't know, because it says that there's only two port colours. It seems, like, yeah. entirely enclosed. Let me... Really it's, bad decision really for a port Really town. bad decision yeah. for a port town, right? Yeah. It's, like, so inaccessible yes. um, for a trading centre. But it does sound very pretty. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess they're just so plagued by the nation of pirates that's constantly <laughs> yeah. attacking them. The, the pirates are, like, smooth... never mentioned ever again. So <laughs> the wall's smooth surface was broken by two iron portcullises, one facing the western sea and the other opening south to the road. So the city's not even on the coastline. No. The whole a wall in the is, way. like, out of the city. <laughs> Yeah, Aragon. I, I, there's a part where he said, I've never seen a city plan like this. First of all, you've never seen a city, <laughs> yeah, period. Yeah, you've never seen a city, period. But also, yeah, yeah because no bad. one does this. <laughs> no one in their right mind would plan it like this. He also has it zero thoughts. Cool, though. It's, it's a cool little fantasy city. Mm-hmm. It's has... also um, horrific and dark inside because of the hundred foot tall wall. Uh, the houses were grim and foreboding. Small, deep windows lit in only sparse rays of light. Narrow doors were recessed into the buildings. The tops of the roofs were flat, except for ma- metal railings, and all were covered with slate shingles. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just seems like it's a bad place to live. I feel like yeah. I must have missed like all the dire descriptions, because I imagine it is quite like a happy place. I know! It yeah. was well, I guess because compared to the other city. Uh, probably because I'm imagining there's a there. coast there, and I think mm-hmm. the water, it's bright, it's good. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm just well, picturing I've been picturing this beautiful mm. coastal city gleaming white next to the ocean. Yeah. But not it's um, dull gray no, But it's slate. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been mostly picturing, like, and I know it's a real place in the real world, but the Overwatch map that's in Greece. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, like, all those pretty yeah, white I've been buildings. Pic- I've been yeah, picturing yeah, yeah. pretty Grecian. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> But I, I guess I we're guess wrong. I guess we're wrong. I guess it's ugly as all hell. And everyone there's really sad. Yeah. Um, so they arrive there and immediately go to the pub for some exposition. Yeah, well, I don't want to skip over the fact that Aragorn has zero thoughts about seeing the ocean for the first time. Yeah, he's just like, well, he's like, cool. the ocean's there. Oh, I oh Also, it. before we um, skip further forward, I want to talk about his and Sephira's little conversation. So oh, yeah. Because it's so cute. She's so worried about him and she won't say it. And he's uh, if anything happens, I'm gonna pin. I uh, would someone would, should we do this as a re- a dramatic reading? I don't should we do the do conversation? That. I'm so scared. <laughs> you bring that on us. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, if anything happens, I'll pin you to my back and never let you off. Maybe next time, bro. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so she says, if anything happens, I'm gonna pin you to my back and never let you off. And he replies, I love you too. <laughs> then I'll bind you all the tighter. It's so, it's so sweet. So they this love is, each other. This is like the first time anybody's said that they love anybody in this book. This might be the first time love has been written yeah. in this book. <laughs> yeah. 174 pages. Yeah, control it the word love and see if it's come up ever. It's so sweet. They are so friends in this, in the like, these three chapters when he just keeps going out of the city to go hang out with her. Yeah. It's so sweet. Um, what else do they have? He gapes it. He gapes when he can see the city and the ocean for the first time, but that's it. Hmm. Maybe Brom's description of the ocean being... Uh, was enough. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his description was way better than it actually the looks like. Way too <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, I guess it's cool. I oh, guess it's, it's like, water. It's like it's a bigger like lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of bad weather. He's like, oh, it's like, I was expecting it to be like blue and like, shimmery. It's stormy and like the, the water's all muddy and like brown. <laughs> He's just like, oh, oh, grandpa, yeah, it's great. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> yeah. It's also probably on an estuary as well, or something similar. If that it's in like a harbor. Well, yeah, because that river goes straight to the, like straight by the city. So the harbor's mm-hmm. probably full of silt and horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably yucky. not the most beautiful sight. Um, yeah, Brom. The more we read about Terram, the worse it gets. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, we went into it like, oh my god, my I love Terram. My memories of it were so, so beautiful, beautiful <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, it's grey. <laughs> Great. Um, you can't reach the boat. Joe later says something about, yeah, it's kind of nice when it's not raining. Like, <laughs> I think it Denise just sucks mood. here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love Can't that. beat Wellington on a good day. Where did we get this Can't beat TM on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we made it up because the real image was a bit Yeah, shit. I think yeah. I, I really think I made it up because the wall is white. Mm. Yeah. So like if your stone wall is white, surely your stone buildings are also white, but they're just not. Or maybe not. just the roofs are slate, but it doesn't specify. Um, um, they are dark. Every other <laughs> building is described as uh, like when uh, internally as being stones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're not or getting... slimy. Oh my god! We'll <laughs> <laughs> get there. Yeah. Um, does Brom like? I've, he's obviously been to the city before. Yeah. But I've got the feeling that the Green Chestnut was just a random pub he walked into and was like, "Okay, 
Anybody yeah. know Jode by his first name? Yeah. It, Doesn't even say Jode the Traitor or anything. No, it just says Jode. Um, I think that's kind of a in the top five bad plans of all time. It's really suspicious. It's weird. It's kind of a Brom moment. It's kind of a Brom moment. The bartender's completely right for trying to scam these guys. Yeah. No, I would be so fucking mad at that other guy who was, like, destroying my grift. (laughs) And he knows... A guy, a regular at your bar, knows that you're falling on hard times, sees you grifting some old wizard, and is like, no, 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 no. I have to, I have to do something. <laughs> no, I would never do that to I would, no, I would never do that to the, the beautiful folks at our local tavern. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's sick and twisted. This guy gets so much screen time, and I don't think he ever comes back. No, I don't think Martin that Martin matters at all. Yeah. He's got, like, he has a really detailed description. He's got a profession. He's got knowledge. You get to know what he looks like. Oh, he's, just quickly he's ever so slightly foreshadowed as like earlier in the passage when you're seeing like the overview of the tavern. It's like, look at this guy. Yeah, check him out. He's missing two fingers. <laughs> he's staring at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like staring at the twitching stumps, which is like, like bro, why are you twitching? Them? Are you okay? <laughs> Did you lose them recently? I just had a look at the acknowledgements and I don't see a Martin in there, so... <laughs> It'd be really funny if he was, like, my buddy from school. Yeah. But he was homeschooled. Oh, no! <laughs> no. Well, we get to meet Angela. Yeah. Very soon. Very fun. Does this guy work with Jode? I'm trying no. To... He's just... No, he's he's just, just he's a, he protects goods on. and stuff. He, yeah. He's in the... Tr- like, adjacent to the trade. I have a really vague recollection of there being some scene on the docks later but I also might be confusing that with a different book. I have no idea. Um, yeah, so I also think they might be, but I'm I know, in no future idea. books, they go, they sail. Yeah. So, like, it could be anything. Yeah, I'm not sure if they come back to Terum, but... I'm not sure if Aragon does. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Roran sails from Terum at some point. Or okay. maybe they oh. go through the spine to Narda and sail from there. No, I think he sails from Terum. Yeah. I, I'm remembering some kind of, like, basically shootout at the docks. Yeah, they situation. have when they're having their really horrible time in, like, the yeah. book or something. I'm actually really excited to get to that. Like, I hate yeah. that section. I'm excited to get time. to it because I just don't remember it at all. Mm. I, yeah, I severely disliked it, but... Um, I, think I think in it would hindsight, be fun. rereading the Roran stuff would be fun. Yeah, but I'm a grown-up now, and I kind of want to learn about that, that awful yeah. war story rather than, like, <laughs> the cool dragon writing stuff. Yeah, I think I, could, I think I could accept the war story now. Yeah, and also, like, um, a friend of... I guess I can just say in that like Etienne uh, also read these books and he said he loved the Roar and stuff oh. and like, preferred it because he's really into well he's, oh, he's really into, into war gaming, yeah. oh yeah um, and so like no, I could see it yeah and, and just like hearing him talk about it it was like a new perspective on it and I'm just like really excited to get yeah. to it and see if I, I am excited like it. that's so weird everyone I know who's read these books hated it including like my parents hated that section oh, as well so like I can't even like say for sure I don't think that it's like a child adult thing necessarily either. <laughs> they are just a bit slow. They're just not a lot happens. Mm. Um, and I think that's harder for you as a child, but my 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 dad definitely didn't like it either. I think I liked it because A, Roran gets a hammer. Yeah, Roran. And... Well, Jason. <laughs> yeah. They're real dwarves. <laughs> They're real dwarves. Um, but the other part was because I was also into Warhammer at that point. Oh, so. I see. And all the drudgery of a war camp is right up It's kind of fun. Oh, it gets claws into our young men. 
expensive it's, habit. It's so, so sad what Warhammer is doing. <laughs> They'll never tell you what Warhammer did to Nick. Okay, are we done with this chapter? That's about it. Um... There's no Urgles around here anymore because they've left. There's mentions of the pirates. There's some stuff they... about the pirates. Well, it's not your usual piracy because it's only specific merchants' goods. Do um, Urgles sail? Like, this... I'm I not sure if know. it was, like, um, implying that they sail or if they come up through the... Sp- they... I don't feel like they would come up through the spine. I don't think it's, like, really established at this point where Urgles are from. North. Yeah, because um, they're moving well, south, yeah. so they're not normally south. Yeah, I think they're, well, from, actually, they're from, like, the frigid north. Okay, so they wouldn't be from the forest. What if they so have, like, giant, like, is it Batistas, and they're, like, sh- spearing ships from the shore? Bomb? <laughs> oh, ballistas? A ballista, that's what I mean. is a professional. What if they had Batistas? Get him! Yeah, what if they jumped really far, like, they're attacking Batistas? Oh my god, what if no. they almost have professional I mean, wrestling moves? <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> Next book. I think they would be really into it. That's um, canon. I think Urgles would be the best professional wrestlers. Yeah, don't on they the like love to fight ritually? They're obsessed and they're with it. And so yeah, they would be into it. Um, but no, I mean, what if they had giant spear guns? Yeah, <laughs> I would think they do. But that would be cool. No, I'm not sure they have siege weapons. They're not really that kind of guy. They don't really. Isn't well, maybe like the coastal Urgles are making a living sieging these ships. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a single mention of a trebuchet in no. these books. That's so fucking sad. <laughs> they, haven't invent- they haven't invented them. We no. have to, we have the to world is, The this. world is flat. There's no trebuchet. <laughs> they live in hell. <laughs> no. There's no trebuchet. There's no ballistas. There's no curvature. It's so sad. Well, they don't know about it. What would... Everything would be completely fucked up if there was no curvature, right? I just can't imagine it. I can't. It would have so many repercussions. I can't even think yeah. of them. Yeah, all. it's like begin to think about it. You go, you you do a fantasy book or like write a fantasy thing where there's two moons, and the repercussions of that is too much for me to handle. Yeah, <laughs> Mike was talking about a Brandon Sanderson one where there's no moon, and it's like uh, I don't think that a planet would work. Like, the, the ocean, I don't think it would work. There, there are planets um, that have been exoplanets we've seen without moons. Well, no, but are there yeah. ecos- complex ecosystems on exoplanets? <laughs> yes, because well, yes, exos from there. <laughs> <laughs> but no. We don't know that there's complex e- ecosystems. It could just be those guys. It could be. Maybe that's why they came here. <laughs> <laughs> bored on exoplanet. Like, oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> yeah, uh, one last thing. We don't get too many mentions of, like, other continents and stuff, so where the hell are these pirates coming from? Yeah. Like, they don't... At one point, they... In these chapters, they don't know where, Eragon explicitly says that people don't know about any lands across the seas or past the desert. Maybe they're just coming from Which, up. I, I must they're, say, they're living insane. on shark tooth. Oh, this, probably. This wee little spot here. They're either that is such a pirate island. Hanging totally out on shark island. tooth. The, t- the, oh God, the pirate king. The pirate, a pirate island shaped like a shark's tooth. <gasps> That's um, so dope. Mr. Pelley, well, if you're, you're listening to this, <laughs> please. please write a pirate subplot. Please, pirate short story. Please go back in time and write a pirate subplot. Um, you could write it now. just coming off. Wow. Oh, no. My God. It's on you. I might need to buy a new... No, I can't. your book better. I can't. Uh, yeah, I'll just go back in time and get both of my brothers and my past self to treat my book better. This wasn't just my copy of Eragon. You have to understand. 
all I'm just comparing my pristine. We've done it a million times. Funny. Looking forward to anyway. seeing what your copy of Eldest looks like. <laughs> yeah, any better? It's oh. actually pristine. I only read it like three times. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it, it wasn't just me. Jack and Michael, like. We like also read the. We're like tearing them apart. Our are. copies of our copy of oh, my mum does that. It drives me crazy. Mm. Uh, Goblet of Fire. I think you can't see the front cover because it's just completely wrapped in physio tape to keep <laughs> just to keep it together. It's evil. Oh man, it's fucked up. Well, when you have three very destructive children in one book between them, yeah, you know, well, it's tough. They should have just had non-destructive children. That's what my parents did. <laughs> well, I'll just go, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Oh, my parents just had really easy and non-destructive children, and it worked out really well. My parents got two out of three. <laughs> All right. Let's go um, talk to Angela. Speaking of siblings. Oh my god, I yes. love Angela. Oh my god. Okay, how would you feel if, you, when your brother was fifteen, he wrote a book and named this character after you? Um, I'd be touched obsessed. until I read it. <laughs> no, I'd be... Ob- I love like, this bitch. Oh, yeah, she is really She's great. She's me. <laughs> I think being a child and seeing uh, a younger... Si- Wait, younger or older? Angela's younger. Angela's younger. Oh, that'd be... So if you're older sibling, then, yeah. yeah, right there. Uh, they'd be adorable. Yeah. I think if a younger sibling you is writing that about you, that's, making, that's like... an insult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you know, I she don't know. I've only got a younger sibling, so I don't know. <laughs> she was out there like, check out my witch's brew, and he yeah. knew exactly yeah, what to do. Yeah. Check out my pit. <laughs> Check out my pit. What if she was brewing in the pit? <laughs> Booching in the pit. I need to listen to him tell that story again. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I have some fun toad and frog facts, if you'd like to hear them. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll which talk one's about real? the little riddle that uh, oh, Angela's yeah. giving oh at the start. God. It's so funny. May I go to the bathroom? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Giving um, you linguistic puzzles. Eragon doesn't even know how to read. Yeah, you're scaring him. <laughs> Hold on, I want to read that passage. They ask, could you tell us which house Jode lives in? And she says, I could, and keeps writing. And Brum goes, will you tell us? And she goes, yup, and then keeps writing. <laughs> and then there's a, a bit of pro, uh, just a description of the toad she's holding. Um, and just being an awkward silence. Yeah, and Eragon gets so pissed off, he's about to say something, and Angela's like, looks up and goes, of course I'll tell you. All you have to do is ask. Your first question was whether or not I could tell you, and the second was if I would. But you never actually put the question to me. And Brom is, like, getting mad, uh, and then goes, okay, let me ask properly. Which house is Jodes? And why are you holding a frog? <laughs> it's just, it is, it is so, so very, may I go to the bathroom? Like... <laughs> I think the dialogue in these chapters is actually a lot better than what we've had. Yes, it's getting a lot better. I think it's mostly because um, it's not just Brom, like... Trying to hide stuff Mm -hmm. from Eragon. Yeah, and, like, doing his wise man, like, stick. Um, And there's other characters to talk to. Like, Solombum's so much fun, Angela's Mm -hmm. so much fun, and it's because they're not Brom. Even Jode is fine, because, like, we're getting actual banter out of characters. Like proper speaking, just normally instead of oh, I'm going to exposition dump mm. on you. Yeah, I need to tell you about how the magic system works and what the <laughs> law is. I want Eragon and Jode to have a really awkward conversation where like they've been left together alone, but like <laughs> it's a little too long to just sit in silence. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> um, where are you from? Well, oh, I already knew that you're from Carvalho. I know. The I know is dead and. <laughs> Um, so, my toad and frog facts. Oh, yeah. Go on, then. Is that toads are frogs. She's right. She's right. Oh, toads are frogs. Um, both are uh, uh, anorans, which is the 
kind of like family. Yeah, yeah. Um, toad is mostly a folk taxonomy category. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but the ugliest of frogs. Yes, uh, most often no. referring to frogs or uh, as they're often sometimes called true toads in uh, Bufonidae, uh, Bufo like cane toads. So. There are toads, but they are also frogs. Okay. Mm. All toads are frogs, but not all frogs are toads. Yeah, so toads exist. So there's a square and rectangle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So she's right, but she's wrong. She's right. Is but she she's right not enough anything. that you can't do them for evil? No. I think I think a true toad can still do evil. A true toad can still be used to hatch a cockatrice. I'm sorry. There. What about like upsetting your stomach? Is that one thing she listed? Oh, well, they are po- very, very poisonous, most of them, so yes. Oh, that's not what she said. Mm. Make your teeth fall out, cause warts and poison or kill people. I guess they can do all of that. Frogs can do that too. <laughs> poison dart frog. Have you, have you I love poison dart frog. Teeth fall out. I don't think they make teeth fall out. Have you heard the anecdote of the um, like zoologist who was like, her thing was poison dart frogs. She was like obsessed with them, and there was this one specific really rare species that she really, really, really wanted to find, mm-hmm. and she found it on field work. Oh god! Um, and she was holding it, and it's okay to touch them, but if any part, if you touch your mucous membranes at all, you're dead. Yeah. Straight up, you die. And she was so like overwhelmed by like, oh my god, I finally found it, and he's so cute, and he's my little poison dart frog. That she was crying heaps and heaps and heaps, and then went to put it down, and then went to wipe her eyes, and like three of her field assistants had to like jump on her because <laughs> it was like, oh my god, you're about to ex- yeah, literally, you're about to accidentally kill yourself because oh, yeah. you love this frog so yeah. much. <laughs> It's so funny. It's like such a classic, like zoologist oh thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my little. Um, that's my little animal onto it. She's right, and Aragon hates she taxonomic knows. study. He's so mad. He's like, um, he if says, she's right, my shoes are made of gold. Look down, buddy. <laughs> Who knows? Toads might really be frogs. They are. Oh, they oh. are. Listen to me. Your shoes you aren't know. made of gold, you fool. <laughs> Do you think Pauline knew this? Oh, definitely not. No? No. You thought that toads and frogs are different guys? Yeah. Mm. I think so. It's okay. I'm not going to say anything about the homeschooling, but... Uh, mm. <laughs> maybe he had an elder and I told him about uh, true toads, and he was like, ha ha ha. Maybe he had one of those big, 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 thick animal books that just tells you everything. I do love those. But I'm mm. obsessed. New World Monkeys, you're my favourite guys. They're so funny. <laughs> like the supermarket? <laughs> <laughs> and there's monkeys in there. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> no, I have to go there later. Hold on. Um, it's fine. You can go to self-checkout. Yeah. They're just buying There's no monkeys there. Yeah. There's no monkeys in <laughs> self-checkout. Um, right. Why does Helen open the door so scared like? Why doesn't the... Oh, she's been crying, that's why. Uh, Oh, they've been fighting. They've been having a domestic in there and someone knocks on the fucking door. Get your butler to do it. Yeah, they have have a butler. Why did she have... Oh, that's so sad. I feel really bad for her. None of this is her her fault and all these men are being really mean behind her back. Yeah. They're like, ugh, this bitch just wants to live the life she was promised. What the fuck? This bitch just wants, like is sad because her husband's business is going under and her dad invested heavily in the business that's going under. It's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's horrid. <laughs> you, I, I feel like her marriage to Jug can be read one of two ways, which is she married him and then her dad invested, or the kind of more evil one, mm. which is her dad is a heavy investor in the company, and so... And part of his investment is, 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 is Helen. Yeah, you, you get to marry my daughter. Because she's way younger. She's like... Described as a young woman, and Joda's like fully grey and like probably an old man, same yeah. age as Brom. Mm, well, maybe a little. I think he's younger than Brom, but like, yeah. Well, he's gone grey. He's gone grey. He was un- He wasn't grey when they last saw each other. He's probably no, in yeah. his fifties. Yeah. yeah, like fifties. And Helen 60s. is probably like I don't know, twenty five. Yeah. Um, she's having a really rough go of it. Yeah. I don't blame her Even for if anything. it was a real love match, it's a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, and the book is just very mean to her. Um, there haven't been enough female characters in this book for... To be forgiven. <laughs> yeah, and or for, like, any real... I won't call this, like, real misogyny, but it is, like, certain attitudes towards it's women. It's questionable. But, like, there haven't been enough but our name, there. But our named female characters are a dragon. We've got Aragon's dead mum. We've got Sloane's dead wife. We've got <laughs> Katrina... Who's nothing? The town healer who's We've nothing. We've got the uh, yeah, Gertrude's petite, beautiful wife. Well, I, no, I said. Did you? Our horse's petite yeah. horse, horse wife. Yes, not Sloane's dead wife. I'm not sure we we see her for like two pages. She's yeah. barely She's even not there. A um, We've got Angela now, I guess. And Angela as of four pages ago. Yeah. yeah, but you can't be misogynistic to the character that is your sister. No. Well, you can. Well, you can. Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't decided to be. <laughs> If you can a really bad relationship with your sister, you can. Yeah. But, but it doesn't seem like, like that was the case. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, I'm not going to go too hard on it because it's a kid writing the book and of course you just like, also, don't examine your biases. Also, she's only been in like one chapter yeah. so far, but like... It, it, it's a little like... Like Helen. thing. It, it sucks for her right now. Yeah. I'm gonna be really mad if she's like a snitch or something. Yeah, that is that because it also like kind of building up to. Yeah, I don't know. It's either she's gonna be a snitch or she's completely blind to everything that her husband does, which mm-hmm. is also kind of suck. Yeah, I think she's just not happy that her husband is doing the things that he's he's doing. Well, yeah, it's destroying so, her. Yeah, life. but yeah, it's, really, she, it's really it's really different if it. she's upset right. that he's aiding the rebellion and it's destroying their life. Versus if she's upset because for some reason, like sh- for an unknown reason, her oh, husband yeah, is being targeted. Like they're all quite the different. Yeah. And I don't really know what the which one it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't remember. know how much of a character she ends up being. I don't no. think they're in Sharon for a while, so I think Aragon at least interacts with her like a couple of times. Yeah. But so, I don't think she really um, plays a big role in the story. No, not at no. all. But I am kind of interested to see yeah. how, how it plays out. Right now, just having read these chapters, it feels like she's going to be the one who's tattling on him. Yeah. Um, which is going to be... It should be. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But honestly, I would. <laughs> <laughs> if it, like, if I'm just like some normal noble woman and I marry this guy and he fucks my life up really, really, well, really Well, he bad. wasn't fucking her life up until he started getting targeted. That's true, actually. So why would she have any yeah. reason also, to Also, I so think it a lot just of the traders be, like, are being targeted. Yeah, but it's all people in his network. Yeah, mm. it's all the same kind of group of It's guys. specifically his network all across the coast of the people who are getting targeted. Mm. Right, yeah. No one else. <laughs> Which is like, why aren't they just coming and killing him? 
If they know he's like sending Well, they still need his supplies, I guess. Yeah, I guess they're just, gonna, they're just stealing <laughs> they're just, his they're, shit. Yeah. They just keep stealing just his shit. Just think of it as taxation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he hates that. Oh, these guys hate <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, Jared also hates taxation. Hate <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got... Okay, Jared finally comes to the door, fresh from his domestic. <laughs> And then they go the to his office um, yeah, for the secret conversation. Why? Like, so, who's in their house? It's just like your butler and your wife. Are you bugged? Like, yeah, why can't you have a conversation? Are people listening your to your house? Like, I, people are definitely listening to your study if not if they're at your house. Mm, yeah. But there's two people in his house. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe as a cook. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's got more stuff. Yeah. He really does have a cook. I don't imagine the butler's cooking. They also just wander but, into the castle. Like, there's, there's no mention yeah, of Yeah, like, there's guards at the gates to the city, but you can just walk into the citadel. The, like, mayor lives there. The lord or something. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just, they can Is just Joe, wander like, in. a big traitor? I think yeah, he's, like, he's a big traitor. Yeah, I think he's pretty Yeah, big. well, it was but, like, like oh, anyone the on the citadel, street right? could tell you where Joe lives. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm. He's pretty big. But the, yeah, the castle thing is weird. Um, um, I love when they they're about to, they're to, about to go there um, and Aragon has the thought, I hope I can learn something of Brom's past, which is very, like, video game tooltip. Something important will happen. <laughs> On the <loading> screen. Yeah. <laughs> why is it slimy? Why is it slimy? Now, why is it that the um, area of the Citadel that they are being forced to rent as offices to keep their, pa- their papers... To keep their their registers, which are on paper. Why is it damp? Why is it slimy? Why is it slimy? Well, I wonder where is it. It's like a thick slime as well. It's a layer of yeah, slime. When you t- yeah. Uh, within a long, empty hallway lit by torches set into the wall, Aragorn was surprised by how cold and damp it was. When he touched the wall, his fingers slid over a layer of slime. They're putting the merchants in the dungeon. Yeah, this yeah. is underground. That doesn't happen above ground unless you're like deep inside mm. the building and even then maybe all of Terram's just like this yeah because it it's built so bad and it gets no sun it's so yucky disgusting because they built yet. it in a way with a hundred foot wall around it is the sun coming in <laughs> straight above only it's also 30 feet deep I don't know like thick I don't know I don't know it's like 12 meters that's an absurd that's amount of concrete holy there's no shit, way that's yeah it's a hundred feet high and 30 feet feet thick. Let me, let me and like, I don't know right. how, this is like, like what like that is. This is like an attack on Titan wall or something. This is yeah, like an absurd wall that like, I mean, we've established that no one would plan a city like this. But that's insane. And also, um, your city can't get any bigger if your wall is that huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you cannot move that. No. Okay, for all our normal <laughs> listeners out there, Wait, I've just gone feet to inches. <laughs> I'm How up. many inches is that? Oh, uh, 1,200. <laughs> um, it is 30 meters tall and 9 meters wide. That is so You thick. cannot that's do so that. Much. That's ridiculous. And, like, the wall is hollow because there are arches inside of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's insane. How... How tall is our house? There's like just no reason um, for, yeah, that's like, for the city to be like that. Yeah, like walls as thick as our house is tall. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Why? The pirates don't have siege weapons. 
what they're not going to do. They, well, <laughs> what if an Urkel Batista? You need that. The, the they wolf, can get through an eight meter thick wall. <laughs> the wall's hollow and the actual wall is like six inches thick and he can just elbow dive straight through it and it just topples like cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's all appearances. I guess pirates have cannons. Yeah. The pirates recruit the Urgles <laughs> to Palace Land. The not even in front of the, the port. They could steal everything from the ships without going through the wall. Yeah, everything <laughs> that matters is in the port. Tarim, you suck. Well, that's what happens. All the, all the goods go out on the ships and the ships get raided. Yeah. No one's attacking the walls. Yeah, no one gives a shit about you. Actually, I think the pirates adapted a- around the walls, you mm. know? The pirates came after Tim um, was put together. Yeah, we've been going for a while. It's going to be a really long one, lads. Yeah, this is, um, I need to get to the supermarket before 10 p.m. We could cut this to a two-parter. I don't know. I'm cool to keep going. Um, kind of. Um... What are, I've got um, Brom is being so mysterious again. I, whoa, Brom! <laughs> I, There's no reason for them to do this. There no. is, apart from like, why does he want Aragon to not know that Jode knows about Aragon? Yeah. Why does that matter? He just—I think he just likes having things over on him. <laughs> like honestly, it's crazy that it's like they're keeping Aragon from knowing about the resistance when he kind of has to be the resistance. Yeah, they already yeah. have this whole th- thing planned out for him. Yeah. And he doesn't know anything about it. The whole point yeah. is like having a dragon as a weapon is like the ultimate thing. So why would you not tell him that, hey, you're going to need to do this? Yeah. Well, as he says, um, he needs to train him in Sphera for at least a year. <sighs> well, why, well, why don't you tell, tell them, them about it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, just it's bas- like, I think, apart from... Brom's afraid that Aragorn's going to, like, go on his little revenge quest after a month and then call it quits and He's say, like, I'm done. Peace. That, that was enough for me. Anymore. Yeah. But, like, yeah, apart from narratively keeping, like, a, a mystery going or whatever, there is no reason for him to be keeping this from him. And then the fact that he's telling his story gets caught in the lie, and it's like kind of suspenseful, like, oh, Jode's onto him, he's lying. And then as soon as they're eavesdropping, it's like, Jode knows about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it didn't matter that he was telling a lie and got caught in the lie, and, like, that is not <laughs> important at all. Yeah, and also, like, for... Just from a, I think, like, personal trust standpoint... That is not Brom's information to give away. Well, no, Aragorn's like specifically because, like, like what? What the hell? He should have yeah, asked didn't me. Give me permission to tell. Like, no, that puts Aragorn in danger, but that really puts Safira in danger. Because mm-hmm. Jod is just some guy. Yeah. Well, not even that. He's n- he's not just some guy. He's already being targeted by the Empire, and Brom knows that. Yeah. Although Jod is in in the Resistance. Yeah, but like Jod is possibly compromised because he's being targeted. Yeah, that's true. Like if if Brom's so fucking special and like such a big deal that Jod couldn't know he was alive for twenty years. Why does he get to waltz in there and be like, oh, this kid with me is the next dragon rider? Yeah, yeah. and like he expo- it gets very clear from the, the way it's like phrased that, that like the eavesdrop conversation that he tells Jode about Aragon before even asking about the, oh, you're being targeted? Is yep. it by the Empire? <clears throat> He's already disclosed the insane important information before. Like figuring out if the this guy's compromised yeah. or like anything. Also, he tells him basically the second Aragon leaves the room. Yeah. I'm sorry to be such a Brom hater on this cast, but he is making so many. No, I'm a decisions. Brom anti. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you pronounce. Oh. I say it anti. I probably would say anti normally, but like for, for emphasis. Mm. 
I don't know. This is a certified Brom moment. Yeah, this is Brom. This is a. This is maybe the number one Brom moment yeah. that we have come across. This is the category five Brom. <laughs> this is the category <laughs> ten Brom moment. I don't know what how far that ranking system I'm, goes. I'm just so mad at him. I can't believe. Well, yeah. I can. The thing is, I can believe he would do this. I can believe I you've can done this. I can believe you've done this. Um, Completely. shout out to another complaint about precious taxes. <laughs> um, Everybody hates taxes. It's a throw. It's a throwaway line, but I I under lined it because why does 15 year old Chris hate taxes so much? <laughs> Maybe he heard his parents bitching about it because they run a, like an independent business. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Brom does his stupid fucking smoke trick again. He's like, check me out, I'm so cool, and Brom blows a green smoke ring which flies up the chimney. Like, I get that you're like a, a Gandalf XP or whatever the fuck, but you'll never be him. So stop Simply. trying. <laughs> Gandalf was actually cool, mm-hmm. and you are being very mean Gandalf to a child. Gandalf was like a wizard, like wizard as a race. Right? Uh, yeah, uh, Gandalf's, uh, Gandalf's an angel. A, Gandalf's an angel. Yeah, oh from God. heaven. Yeah, he's an ageless and immortal. Yeah, wizards are a race, and they um, are angels from heaven. Yeah, he dies, but he gets better. <laughs> and he gets a weightless cool staff. Yeah, Brom doesn't get to do that. Any of those things. Uh, the best he can do is uh, light a campfire. Yeah, mm, great job. He can asshole. do that though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got. He's like. He's very lucky that Aragon knows literally nothing about world politics. Cause, and also can't read. And also can't read because even though he's masking his speech here, he's being so fucking obvious. He also slips up badly. Yeah. Where is it? He's like, um, bearskin rug. Blah 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 blah. Um, he says the, like I fled the city and ran to the. Brom hesitated and glanced at Aragorn and then said, ran to our friends. Like, you're about to say the name of the rebellion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, why? Why is he keeping this from him? It does not make any sense. Yeah. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of that old man. Sick of that old man. I don't want him around anymore. Cock it, old man. <laughs> well, well, anyway... <laughs> Yes, sorry, we're such haters. Um, but I feel like Aragorn should be able to figure out at least a little bit of this. Yeah. Like, it's pretty clear just from reading this that I don't think this, like, their, like, mission gets explained later, mm-hmm. but it's pretty clear that he, w- him and Jod were stealing Sephira's Yeah, egg. I think yeah. it's so funny that he got lost in a storeroom and opened a random box and found it. He's like, oh, I guess this is it. Like, that's insane. There is Why a lot of fate there? in this. Yeah. 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 Why were they keeping the most important thing in the just world? In a, box. In a just, storeroom? Like, in a cellar? Like, uh, maybe he's not being incredibly truthful about that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, maybe it was in his lady's bedchambers. Oh, wrong. <laughs> Didn't want to tell anyone. And he's an adulterer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he doesn't respect marriage vows. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. I can't believe him. It gets worse. Brom, Brom's out here fucking military wives for real. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's being really, really, yeah. really obvious. And um, Aragorn is so stupid. God bless. Aragorn God bless. says in his thoughts about the, about what he's overheard, he mentioned a queen when there aren't any queens in the known kingdoms. What kingdoms? The one you're in. There's just and the Serda. one. Yeah, there's here, there's Serda. Where else? <laughs> You've already, like, we know that you don't know about any lands across the ocean or to the west. I guess maybe there's some more to the north. 
that we just don't see on the map. But what known kingdoms? I mean, There's shout two. out to dwarves. Fuck yeah. He doesn't he know the about them. Well, he just he thinks they I disappeared think underground. Brom said something about Brom the does say something about there. dwarves. He's like, oh my god, dwarves are real. Um, then but they're Brom's not one like, of no. the known kingdoms. That would never be real. Yeah, the known kingdoms are this one, which doesn't have a name, and Sarda. Yeah. And dwarves, who, as he told he, as he himself told me, disappeared underground long ago. So like, eh. he barely knows they exist. Dwarves are not on his radar of known kingdoms. No. I don't know that Aragon knew there were actually politics at all until he left. Yeah. Carl. No, I, I will. I will commend him for, for local the politics. He knew there I'll, was a king I'll commend. Taxes. I will commend Aragon for this. He thinks I desperately want to know all about this, but. I can't be nosy because it could fuck everything up. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then he does it anyway. <laughs> I love him getting this spell perfect the first time. He's like, okay, okay, how do I eavesdrop? How do I eavesdrop? And then just does it. Yeah. And it's totally fine. There's a little thing in the next few pages where he's figured out that doing literal words um, creates the spell. Because mm-hmm. he says like something for how you could scry, you would combine light and reading or something, mm. light and distance. distance yeah. Um, that, that'll backfire later, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but it's cool to learn a little bit more about the magic system. Mm. Um, first mention of my man, Ajihad. Love oh, that yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He's so swag. Um, also, yeah, Earlier, Brom and Joe are like, oh, we gotta go away from prying eyes, and then waltz into a government building mm-hmm. and start like talking the, shit. The walls are thick and slimy, no one will hear us. <laughs> the slime <laughs> keeps it silent. And start talking shit that could get them executed immediately. Yep. They're not smart. Start spelling no, yeah, that's that's much worse than talking in your home. Yeah, someone's yeah. drilled a hole through that wall and is watching you through a portrait 100%. Yeah. It's bad. Um... Anything they else? can't go home for dinner because Helen will be upset. Well, oh. yes. <laughs> like it's yeah. Yes, she should be. Um, oh, Pimby. Um, they get us else. They Aragorn get can't read. Oh, oh yeah. before that, were you? How pleased her. were you by food descriptions? We get to hear about a meal. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was very pleased about a um a stuffed suckling pig. Yeah, and he's with um so potatoes, carrots, turnips, and sweet apples. Yeah, he's very very excited about the vegetables, which is dope. Um, I was happy about that. I was thrilled. Um, but yeah, go illiteracy. Yeah. yeah um, he goes read. to talk to Sephira and gets stuck on the cliff first before illiteracy. That is he so funny. Stuck she's stuck there for no reason. Why did he do that? For fun. And then she's so mean to him about Going it too. So yeah, because you he need was... me. You need me. Yeah, because yeah, he so was useless. like, I don't need you to help me up the cliff. And then he needs help getting up the cliff to get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's right. Completely she is right. right, but she's so like. She's being petty about it yeah. again. But like, we don't get her perspective. But she must be feeling so just like left out. Everyone and, should oh, yeah. stand in awe like, of your useless. brilliance at finding the only dead end. <laughs> so funny. She's so snarky and fun. I love, love her. It. But yeah, and then she lets him sweat for a moment. Like, and she walks away. Are you gonna help me? Are you gonna fucking help me? <laughs> I like that he can't get up or down. Like, he's fully stuck. Yeah. Like, he fucked up so badly. This is a rock climber's worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't, like, didn't survey the path before he went. Nothing. Well, I think he did, but he didn't do it very well as the problem. Sucks. Yeah. He was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be fine. He said, 
Uh, no, he said, eyeing the cliff. That won't be necessary. I'll just climb up. Come on, bro. Don't free climb the cliffs. It's a bad idea. Um, In fantasy or otherwise. I'm so happy they both decide to just lie to Brom. Yeah. Or decide mm-hmm. to lie by omission. Yeah. Um, I think you should keep things from him because he has been keeping things from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Safira knows about reading. I think Safira can read. I don't think Safira can read. <laughs> Who taught her how to read? She's got Ancestral memory. knowledge of knowing how to read. The ancient language. Yeah. She I, can only read the ancient language. Yeah, I, I think that's probably She can't read common or whatever. Is yeah. the ancient language ever written down? Oh, yeah, yeah it's literally written down yeah. in that yeah. book he picks up. That's right. It's like a three day long elven poem that makes <laughs> the rocks weep. <laughs> Uh, it was when a like supposedly browsing through that, he can't read. Yeah, What's no, he he's looking at the, the pages. <laughs> he's like looking at the pictures. He's seeing if any of the spines are gilded. You know, <laughs> he, it's like illuminated manuscript style. He's like looking at the picture of a duck pulling a naked guy in a boat that like yeah. makes up the letter E or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe that Garen knew how to read and didn't teach what him. Is wrong with him. I can't believe Gara knew how to read and just didn't do it ever to the point that his kid didn't know he could read. Gara thinking that reading is a luxury. It doesn't cost anything. It's free to teach your children how to read. You can get a bit of birch bark and a little and a little charcoal stick Mm -hmm. and write stuff down. You could have fucking sent him to Brahma and taught him how to read. What is probably anyone in Kabul knows how to read. I think everybody I think except everyone. Aragorn can read. Yeah. Yeah. Aragorn, um, Aragorn, Roran, and Garrow were like one of those weird little like families off on the side where like you know they're kind of in a cult or something. But yeah, like, they're like, what do you do about it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh god, hi. Gara. It's like, oh, so like your kids are barefoot and they don't know how to read. Awesome. That's cool for you. So you're doing like that that like what is it that self teaching? Oh yeah, thing you're where doing... kids will t- if they want. Well, they're being they homeschooled. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, yeah, every single piece of information we get about Garrow just makes him look like the weirdest guy on the planet. Uh, yeah. He, like a conspiracy theorist, but there aren't any conspiracies yeah. around for him to be I'm yeah. surprised about. that, like, Aragorn didn't find his, like, secret cellar where he's got, like, six years worth of vacuum-packed food stored away. <laughs> he's got cured meat in there. <laughs> six years of pickle. <laughs> Brains. Just jerky. Mm. What's his fucking problem? What's his fucking deal? No. Uh, well, he's dead now. Oh, yeah, well. I'm, I'm, here's the timeline. Well, not even the timeline, but weird Garrow shit. His wife dies, and then, or maybe even before that, they move all the way out of town. Like, he never teaches either of his children how to read. They're, like, weird and isolated the whole time. Oh, he makes sure one of his children knows that he's not his child. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, really knows. Yeah. really, really weird to his nephew. I just... I'm beefing with this guy. Yeah, I'm beefing with Garrow. I'm beefing with Brom. I'm beefing with, like... I'm kind of beefing, beefing with Joe a little bit. I'm beefing with every adult man in this book. <laughs> We haven't even beefing got with to the Sloan. Sloan chapters. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not beefing with Horst. He seems fine. Horse yeah, seems Horst lovely. is fine. One guy. And he makes One me guy. think of Horst, so yeah. <laughs> positive. I like him. Yeah, fuck Gara. Whatever. I hate mm-hmm. him. I am obsessed with the fact that Aragon picks up a random book and it's the incredibly illegal history of Alagasia. It's worth more than anything in there. And it's also... It's in the ancient So language. recent. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's it goes up to a couple decades ago. That's so recent. The he, elves um, have been there for like hundreds. 
Uh, it's from before the elves landed here, ending a few Holy decades shit. ago. Heslin the monk was working on that for his whole life. Heslin the monk was working <laughs> on that for his whole life. He got, like, burnt at the stake or whatever, and it's, like, 30 years later. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real one, doing it for history. Let's hear it for Heslin. Uh, Aragorn learning about the concept of books, saying it's amazing that a man who was dead can talk to people through these oh pages. Oh, God. I've never seen yeah, I love Jared being like, oh, yes, unfortunately, I've become a bit of a bibliophile. A what? <laughs> a what? <laughs> yeah, like, really concerned. A what? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God, what's wrong? What the hell is that? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm afraid I've degenerated into a bibliophile. A what? <laughs> a what? None of those words are in the Bible. <laughs> well, the Bible is a bibliophile. The Bible isn't the, in the, the, the Bible isn't the here. Bibliophile. The Bible's not in the Bible. The Bible's in the middle of your final Bible. <laughs> You're making so much sense right now. You? I'm obsessed anyway. with the fact that it was written by a monk who was then burnt. Uh, he wasn't specifically burnt at the stake, but I assume burn. he just was. Burn. Well, maybe Shrukin just blew him up. Hmm. <laughs> Shot a fireball at him. <laughs> That's way funnier. Like firing a squad, but it's a fireball. It's a giant black dragon. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited to see him scrying. I feel like he uses it quite a lot later in the books. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, yeah. It's such a good power to he have. He uses it so much in this book yeah. later. Um, it's dope. Rome it's saying really scrying good. takes so much energy. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Here's, here's yeah, the way to do it. That's exactly how to do it. Here he are the promise secret not to. Is Brom trying to kill him? Uh, well, I mean, when he's beating him. the shit out of him with a stick, it sure feels like it. <laughs> I think at least, at least in in Jode's house, you can't beat him to half to death every yeah. night anymore. I think that um, I have a little Brom theory. Uh, he's trying to kill Aragorn and get that dragon. No, not even because it kills Safira. A Brom oh, yeah. theory. A Brom <laughs> theory. <laughs> Just that, like, I think he has some serious emotional issues surround. Obviously, surrounding yeah. the fact that. You know, his dragon was killed, blah, blah, But I think it's just he's treating Aragorn so badly because he's really, really, really jealous. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I just... There's, <sighs> he's an old, insecure man. Yeah. There's no reason for him to be doing any of this stuff to this kid. No. And I just think that he's got huge issues and he's really, really, really jealous and that if he could, he would kill Aragorn and take <laughs> for himself. <laughs> but he can't do that. Yeah. So he's just giving him all the ways to accidentally kill himself. Yeah, basically. I also I've got a, a bit about the like the last little bit of this, which is from uh, Galvatorix uh, recruiting. No, or the you saying the like the literally the like last paragraph of this is Brom metering out his like wise man wisdom shit, but it's a book written by a child, mm-hmm. so like. It's the most l- low <laughs> yeah. level. No, I've underlined that. What is it? It's a, blah, blah, blah. Keep in mind that many people have died for their beliefs. It's actually quite common. The real courage is in living and suffering for what you believe. Thanks, Brom. <laughs> Thank you, Brom. <laughs> that was really I profound, I hope that you're in the great quote books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally. It's fantastic. Oh. It's cute from an author's perspective, but yeah. uh, this is not the best old man wisdom Brom has delivered in a while. No. No. He needs to do better. Yeah. Uh, I like the the <clears throat> the stuff before it would saying Galvatorix can't go kill your entire family uh, because then you might be mad. But he also kind of did do that. But he, yeah, he but they also... Bad. Well, yeah. no, because he also says... I don't think Galvatorix would have told them to kill your uncle. I think he'll be pretty upset that that happened because of this. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I think they win. They win off book and killing your uncle. Only did they fuck up so badly killing killing Garo. They used the most expensive poison possible and then dropped it. These guys are in so much trouble with HR. Yeah. My God, they're getting like they're getting their pay docked. They're getting put on unpaid leave. Oh goodness. I don't think they're going to have a job. They have to take um, a leave of absence, and everyone is like gossiping about it in the office. Here, the Razor aren't coming in this week. <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, Aragon, uh, when he's um, just like going about town the next morning, brings his bow and quiver with him. Um, oh, I, I noted this bit. He gets jump scared by puberty happening to him. Also, his elven transformation. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, <laughs> well, no, because it's not his elven transformation. It, it, uh, his eyes are a little bit weird, which I took to be like he's he's going elf. Yeah, I think that's some. Some elven it doesn't happen like that. <laughs> I don't know, but it's mostly just he Him looks in the mirror and he's like, "Oh shit, puberty. I'm I'm 16 or whatever," and something yeah. just happened to guys. Something really, I really didn't scary see myself for like for, for like a month and um and then so yeah, he gets so scared of he takes his bow and quiver out with him. <laughs> Literally, the fact that he's growing up a little bit that he arms himself to go browse some stores. <laughs> he arms himself to leave his bedroom. <laughs> Just in case some more testosterone's hanging out in the hallway. <laughs> it's so crack up. Um, Aragon gets on Spyro moments. <laughs> Aragon just become a girl, you can do it. Um, yeah, he just goes shopping and gets nothing because he has no money. He has no money. Yeah, he's, he's just window shopping. Really How's hungry. he window shopping? He can't even read. <laughs> he's just, just looking, looking at, at items and he don't don't know what they are. <laughs> he's chatting with various people. Tim's uh, so evil. You think these places have windows? No, bro. <laughs> no, no, they're really one. deep. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is in there? You got to go into the store oh, and get kicked out for having no money. Man. Anyway, well, he's comes still, back to he's still pretty brazenly walking into stores with no money, so maybe they're not being that mean to him. Uh, it's yeah. probably the bow and arrow. Yeah, they're like, oh, uh, we've been a little luck. We've been a little luck. Oh, it's not like strung. No. It's just in its tube. But, like, why'd you bring that with you? It's <laughs> his comfort item. Um, Angela's store fucking rolls. Yeah. It's great. It, yeah, the description's really good. The vibe is the excellent. The description is so good. I saw the um, description of there being a crystal ball, and I immediately went back to the beginning of the paragraph to see if she was going to set her house, her store on fire, but it's really dark in there. All the windows are covered, <laughs> so she's safe. You have to cover this crystal ball. Why? The spirits? No, you will set your house on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, I love her store. It's so funny. Solemn Bum, yeah. you are an oh, asshole. I love you. so funny. I love him. He's so funny. Um, do telepathy voices not have, like, that's, actual voices? That's yeah, what I was I thinking. Know. Yeah, Aragorn, how can you not tell that this is a completely different person? Yeah, is yeah. it just his own voice, like, as if he's thinking it, but it's uh, not? I he's think nightmare. Oh, I would hate that. But, like, surely... I mean, this is probably just an oversight, but, like, surely you can determine your best friend who you've been talking to, like, thought-speaking to yeah. for months, and... A whole the, new guy. The cat. The cat that's right, right in, in front, front of, of you. you. Like, yeah. surely those are I mean, voices. like, I get being like, whoa, what the hell is this voice? Because there's no one here except this cat. Mm. But first of all, the cat's really fucked up looking. <laughs> and second of all, why did you think it was Sephira? It could have been, like, Brom. Yeah. It was, it, I guess he just misses her. 
But also, he's literally try- prodding the cat with his thoughts, <laughs> saying, hi, I'm a friend, and gets a reply, and is like, Safira? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really stupid here. Um, and he's standing there thinking friend really hard at the cat, and he's like, you don't have to do this. And he's like, oh, what? What the fuck is that? Um, he and picks up the, the electricity rod. Stick. Yeah, and also, and he's like, don't pick that up. Bro, and he does it anyway that. and tases himself. Yeah. I love this cat just knowing everything about him. He knows he's a dragon rider. He knows he's a small town boy. <laughs> Solomon just knows all of this. Solomon like, has got it unlocked. Um, Solomon's not like other cats. <laughs> Do I look like other cats? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love Solomon so much. I'm so glad he's recurring. Yeah. Yeah. He's so funny. Um, I love. I'm so sad we don't get to see his freak little boy form oh my in God, this he's chapter. So scary. Not for a while. Yeah, no, he- it's a really long time before you see that. Yeah. Yeah. He looks really fucked up when he's. My a memory of him is really freaky. Yeah. yeah, I remember being kind of scared of him. Yeah, uh, I think he looks like uh, Nico D'Angelo from Percy Jackson. Oh, I was imagining him as much hairier than that. Yeah. I don't know. Percy I'm just thinking Jackson. a scrawny little emo boy. I think he is scrawny and emo. Yeah. Um, but that's his right. He's, a, he's literally a weird cat. Yeah. yeah. Everybody on DeviantArt wishes they could be him. He rules. Um, he's described as having his fangs, like, over his legs. He's got big, ah. big scary fangs. He's like a little sa- tiny saber tooth. <laughs> Is he the size of, like, a normal cat? He's a large cat. He's a larger cat. Okay. He's like a large... So cute. The largest end of house cat, I yeah. guess. Which he's is pretty big. As, but... Described as lean here, but I, I think it would be funnier if he was kind of a fat cat. Yeah, he's just yeah. like... The, he's like the, the kind of cat that will run full force at your door and try to open it. <laughs> oh my god, somebody I follow on the, the internet has the biggest, fattest cat in the world, but he's like not overweight. He's just really, Huge. really, really big. Oh. Um, and I'm obsessed with him, and his name is Chubbs. <laughs> Very oh, cute. Mean. <laughs> So, um, Solomon introduces himself at Solomon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Angela comes in. uh, I love how up himself he is. Yeah. Yeah. Aragorn's like, what's this rod that just attacked me? And he's just like, a common and boring artifact, unlike myself. Unlike me. I know. (laughs) Stop paying attention to that. I'm here. (laughs) I know we've talked about our category 10 Brom moment of the week, but this is like next level Aragorn moment. The fact that he's like, Oh, what's this? A mythical being. He's like, what's this stick? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And and like, he's on the floor writhing in pain because he's been electrocuted it's so badly. Not and then he doesn't let go of the stick. <laughs> and Solomon has to be like, uh, you should drop that. It's going to go again in like a minute. <laughs> he's just, he's not a smart man. And that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Angela coming in and saying, like, oh my god, um, you talk with him? So, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. He this likes is like, you. Uh, after a second of communication, yeah. Solomon's mom's told Angela everything. She's just beaming like a full packet of information to her. Yeah, him. well, he doesn't seem to like to tell very much information, so I think that he just basically, like, literally just said, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Spoke Talk to him. him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, she doesn't seem she, to know anything about she him. She talks with him, but uh, it sounds like he doesn't say stuff back sometimes. Yeah, she just talks to him. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Well, that's very... That's, so that's funny. a cat. That's, that's a, a cat. cat, yeah. But he's he's a weird cat. He's a real guy, you know? Yeah, but he can't be arsed. He's, uh, he's got cat-like tendencies. Yeah. 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 So. I'll give him that. Um, I mean, obviously, okay. So, 
Obviously, it was his mother that came through. Yeah, like, because yeah. of narrative. Her name's Selena. Yeah. Martha! Martha! But, like, instantly jumping to, that must have been my mum, because no one else in the world no has this name. No one in the world name. is named Selene. And he, he focuses on the fact that his mum had, like, kind of a bad fortune, and not the fact that she was capable of mind-speaking to this cat. <laughs> well, well, I guess everybody can do that. Any human can learn how to do that. <laughs> I guess. But, like, wouldn't you go, oh, I think my mum was kind of swag and had yeah. powers, maybe. Well, he thinks she was brave. Yeah. And that he can be brave enough to get his fortune That is cute. Well. I like that as a motivation for him. That's really yeah. sweet. Um, should we? Should we get into the fortune? Oh, it's so long. It's, yeah, it's we like should. It's so long pages. we should get into it. Um, okay. The fortune is told with real dragon bone, with real dragon knuckle bones. They have little. Uncomfortable. Yeah, he's pretty uncomfortable with that. Um, it does show they've got like real magic, though. Mm. Yeah, and she says that words in the ancient language, so he's yeah. like, "Holy shit, she's a real witch!" Mm. Despite her anti-witch toad propaganda, <laughs> <laughs> she is a real witch. Um, so the first part of his fortune that she manages to figure out is um, a symbol for infinity or long life. Um, It's meaning that he's going to live a really long time. And he says, no surprises there, I am a writer. (laughs) Yeah, and then he thinks, was Angela going to tell him, only tell him things he already knew? But the real key thing here is that she does not know that. There's no way that. He's like... Uh, you're only going to tell me things I already know. She doesn't know that. That's real fortune telling. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like, know. This is weird. Most people die young here. <laughs> yeah, most Almost people die not young normal. or normal. Yeah. I've never seen someone with infinite life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what else all right, we got a wandering path, lightning bolt, bolt and, and sailing ship all lie together. A pattern she's never seen and only heard of. Yeah. Meaning that he has a lot of choices in his future and is truly in charge of his own fate and he can come to decide himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all but one of them are bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a ter- the lightning bolt's a terrible omen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a death. death and betrayal. Yeah, there's a death soon in his future. And... Based off of the ship, his fate is to leave this land forever at some point. I get it, you red lord of the rings. <laughs> uh, he, he says another death and immediately thinks of Roran because, like, a death that'll bring me grief. Gotta be Roran. Does not care. Does not think of Brom. Doesn't give a fuck about Brom. <laughs> if more, more sad if Caddock died at, than Brom. At this point, I would be, if I was Aragorn, and to be fair... I'm a meaner person than he is, but yeah. I would be actively trying to kill Brom. <laughs> Not blunting those w- swords very I well. I would be tripping him down the stairs. <laughs> oh no, old man. Oh, oh my god, Grandpa fell over. The next one is yeah. uh, more pleasant, is a mm-hmm. rose blossom between the horns of a crescent moon. An epic romance. <laughs> um, Strong enough to outlast empires, which I think is really funny. I do not think that this epic romance comes to pass. Not particularly. I would not. No, not really. Well, like, there is a little... I wouldn't call it... E- well, maybe epic in, like, the classical sense. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, but... I think it technically outlasts an empire. Yeah, that's the thing. It does outlast an empire. <laughs> Isn't it, like, totally one-sided? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I feel... So like... epic isn't an epic tragedy, perhaps. Yeah. But, like... I, I, Arya is obviously asleep for all of this book, so I feel she like... She up at the end. Yeah, like, r- like quite close to the end, right? They, they talk in her head for a bit. Yeah. yeah. I think... But, like, yeah, it's nothing. Maybe... Because all of the things that are predicted here happen in this book... No, they don't. Uh, or, or at least an eldest. And I think that... No, you will leave this land forever. Oh, that's right. the but end that's the, of the last Yeah, that's book. like the end of the end. That's like you, you plan out your first book and then you're like, oh, I guess I have to have the like end mm-hmm. of the series. But I feel like he probably planned for them to have like a romantic subplot and then was trying to write it and mm, it just wasn't just working. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because this was meant to be a trilogy and it turned into four books. Yeah. Because of... The cycle. Yeah, the way writing works. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you set things up and be like, hey, well, actually, this doesn't work at all. Yeah, writing and writing it. Oh, my little guys don't actually like each other. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> They're fighting. Oh, this age gap is not surmountable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he is a child to her. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and now the last two bones we've got the tree and the hawthorn root which cross each other strongly I wish this were not so it can only mean more trouble but betrayal is clear and it will come from within your family Roran wouldn't Roran. do that he's like Roran's Roran. gonna die Roran's gonna betray me <laughs> I wouldn't know <laughs> but the bones have never lied and that's what they say <laughs> oh, yeah this is knowing the plot this is really fun. Yeah. This is really fun. Because it, it, it's, if you haven't read the book before, it's like very obvious but very fun foreshadowing. And especially just because like this is for, I wouldn't say younger readers, but it is for like mm-hmm. 12 to 15 kind of yeah, age younger range. Readers. Younger yeah, readers. Younger. I would, well, I don't know, I classify like eight as like a younger reader, but. This is young adult. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And so like you're reading at that age level, this is like fun foreshadowing that you're picking up on and mm-hmm. going, ooh, I can't wait to see all this happening. You're reading, you're seeing, uh, this can't, there's no way this is Roran, so maybe it is Brom, and he is right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the betrayal thing. You're like, oh my god, he's got secret family. Yeah, yeah. Because the... no way it would be Roran. Because like Roran's out of the story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's really fun. Like, I, I liked it a lot. I think having this as like a backdrop and then going through the story waiting for it to happen is like a good way to keep mm-hmm. you interested yeah. and like thinking, oh, is this like when the prophecy is going to come true kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. But I think this really is the fortune telling that's done really well. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can be like obvious and on the nose. They can and just... be Harry Potter orb. <laughs> like... Oh my god, the fucking orb. Oh, not the fucking orb. orb. <sighs> we Whatever. Again. We don't need to think We about don't need orbs. to get into it. I like that she says at the end like... Ah, oh, but don't worry about it. The only way the future can hurt you is if you're worried about the future. <laughs> <laughs> and then he worries about the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the Brom kicking at foreshadowing is crazy. Not just the prediction. The fact that him his doom is a meme to witches is so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Like, that oh, yeah. She must, they must have crazy beef with him if, like, she hears his name and then laughs about how bad he's going to die. And then I thought that maybe more. they were laughing about his tragic romance. Or just his tragic everything. His shit life. Yeah. yeah. I life thought that it was a little more than just his death. Mm. Well, she, I, I just because she said doom, I was like, okay, but like the, she instantly cracks up. Yeah. She's at the witches' conference, and they're all around the te- like the cauldron, making fun of him. And like, someone's like, "Yo, I got another Brom reading. Let's go." <laughs> I've got a Brom encounter. <laughs> Brom spotted. <laughs> they're like doing. I've got a Facebook page for Brom spotting. <laughs> Brom spotting is so perfect. 
title episode. A brom moment. Yeah, no, it's just like. Anyway, uh, everyone tries him. to defend him for a second. <laughs> and he's like, no, up. it's fine. Don't worry about just it. Like, Haha, don't worry. It doesn't uh, matter. And then Solomon walks in and drops uh, some bombs. Deep, deep prophecy. Yeah, second prophecy from Solomon. These ones are much longer, mm. last, longer worded. Yeah. Um, special shout out to the Manoa tree. Manoa's the bitch who turned into a tree. Your favorite Yo. girl. My old ass elf. <laughs> <laughs> My gilf. She was a gilf. That was her whole plot. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this is like... She was a gilf who got traded stuff. in for a milf and it was really That's sad. So sad this her. is like deep hidden knowledge uh, for the... Like world destroying yeah. weapon kind of shit. I know he's like mm. a mystery creature, but why does he know this? Yeah, I, I don't magic. know if it's explained why he knows. He's got this. magic powers. Yeah, yeah, he's got magic and powers. he knows stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, it. I guess it's just like you know, all animals know the ancent language. Yeah. Mm. He's the weird walked shit. away, waving his tail ever so gracefully. Uh, that's such a cute description. Yeah, <laughs> Angela's like. And Angela's do not tell me. <laughs> don't tell me what he just said. Yeah, that's your business. <laughs> Yeah, what else have we got? And uh, then he runs to Safira instantly. Does like a debrief of He was so telling. hungry before he went in there and he completely forgot. Yeah, he's so like, tragic. holy shit. <laughs> You've I got to hear this. I got more stuff I gotta lie to Brom about. Yeah. Well, he's never lied to Brom at this point. Mm. <laughs> Safira tells him to, like, oh, introduce him to lying. You can, you can lie with omission. It's mm. okay. Did you know you can right. just not tell him? Yeah. Right. No, I, I got this confused with the other time he went to see her because he didn't he heard of that stuff with his eavesdropping yeah. as well. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> to tell him of solemn bombs and his word will only raise questions you may not want to answer. And if you decided to only ask him what those words mean, he will want to know where you learned them. Do you think you can lie convincingly to him? No. <laughs> Maybe I won't say anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't say anything. <laughs> At the In end the of the chapter, chapter, they're having their... They're awful, awful uh, dinner. Uh, no, Brom's complaining about fucking administrators. Oh, I couldn't even bribe him. Like, I can't so believe... I've never come across an uncorrupt noble, and I hate them more than corrupt nobles. Fuck off. It's just... <laughs> Like, I don't know, I think this is pretty funny. It's, it's really up. funny, it's but it's just like... I just hate a, Rob. Uh, he also is puffing furiously on his pipe and mumbling a steady stream of curses while talking about this. He fucking hurts. He ha- it, it so says, when he mad. seemed to have calmed, Aragorn asked out, so what now? Because uh, <laughs> the guy's... the fire is smoking about this. He's been like... Yeah. Uh, he's been fuming all day. He's been fuming for hours. Yeah, because the... Because uh, the... Administrator. Uh, I, I, I italicized Administrator. Is the worst. Is he going to get arrested for soliciting bribes? I don't know. Like, you can't just try to hefty bribe. What is it? He say? tried a hefty bribe, yeah. No, Refi- I don't know. Uh, I substantial feel like it's, bribe. It's probably pretty standard to substantial bribe people, you know? That's true. Yeah. Is this guy going to get arrested for not taking the bribe? <laughs> no. no! I feel like he, the reason that Brand is in this position is because he doesn't take bribes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what are they gonna do rules. to him? I don't know. What trick. kind of nasty trick are you planning? I, I feel like they're kind of gonna jigsaw trap. They'll never tell you what that old man did to them. <laughs> Jokers trick him a little bit, so I'm yeah. a bit scared. Yeah, Brom decided he's gonna teach Aragorn to read in one week. One week is so insane. Maybe they have a really good writing system that's really easy to read. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. Have you seen the runes on this map? Yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> they mean nothing. Um, they look kind of bad. Well, that one's an H. Um, they look yeah, kind but of bad. that's for east. Oh Christ! East. East. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's an easy writing system. 
like maybe it's a specifically designed one like Korean that you can learn quickly. Mm-hmm. But I don't. No, I don't no, know. I don't think so. I, Not in this world. At the very least, he knows how to speak. So like matching it up. Sure, yeah, I guess maybe. that makes some sense. What do we think the literacy rates in Allegasia are? I don't know. It, well, again, it really depends on the system of writing. Mm-hmm. And, like, if, how well thought out it is. Because, like, certain places that where it was thought out quite well, the literacy rates were quite high. Mm. Like, literacy... In Wales is In huge. Wales was really high during, like, well, not medieval, but, like, once the King James Bible got translated, mm-hmm. literacy in Wales was really high because once you know the letters, it's all phonetic and you, it's really easy. Yeah. Mm. Um, unlike in English. <laughs> Because it's crazy. English is a bastard <laughs> English, language. Well, English from... is all spelled wrong, basically. Yeah, because yeah, it's Welsh just like, is spelled correctly, so it's easy. English is just every language. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So maybe whatever they're speaking in Allegasia is... Is written well. Yeah. It's written phonetically, maybe. he maybe. could learn. Maybe it's possible to learn in a week. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But then again, in which case, why didn't Garrow just teach them yeah. in a week? Well, because well, he's crazy. He, well, yeah, he he's awful. He's yeah. a hater. <laughs> he's, a li- he's a literacy hater. Too luxurious to Hates be able to words. read street signs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I can't get over it. I'm sorry. Why no, is Garrow like I this? I hate him. I know he's. What is his fucking problem? Dead and gone away, but fuck, it, fuck that guy. Yeah. What's the point? What fucking if people fuck had read and he didn't take it. It's <laughs> a secret. Yeah, out of spite. <laughs> Don't tell Aragorn you know how to read. Secret father son time. I'm teaching oh my, my boy God. how to read. But not my nephew. My nephew can be so mean to Aragorn. I'm going to put him in a little basket. <laughs> like, this is too much for me. Yeah. And then they go reading this book for the first time, being many, many years younger than Aragorn mm. versus now. Is so <laughs> yeah, I think I read this the first time when I was eight years old. Yeah, same. That would be about when I read this. Um, so like sixteen, was, was I was the, like, holy uh, shit, you're old <laughs> and grown up and so. Sixteen big. was like, damn right, that's the cusp of manhood. You're past the cusp. Yeah. <laughs> And now it's like, why are you doing this to him? Like, no, he's, he's, just, he's just a boy. He's in year 11, why are you doing this to him? <laughs> it's evil. Uh, and then they have their horrible, oh, horrible, horrible dinner. dinner. God. And uh, Helen's fucking Helen. Helen is fuming. She's oh, yeah, so and her mad. husband just invited these two random guys. Their, their coffers, their coffers are, are diminishing, and her husband's invited these two random guys to stay with them indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And he's also said the only thing you have to worry about is eating too much food. Can you feed your wife first, yeah. maybe? What about her lifestyle? Yeah. Maybe she wants her little sweet treats after dinner. And she deserves them. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, but, you know, she hates his you guts. Know, it's really great. Yeah. What is She's, they're shooting lasers at each other. Straight up, the they're trying to blow each other's heads up. They're with their glaring lines. at each other. Why is he mad at her? I don't know what Joe's like. Why he has any reason to be mad at her? Because she's because she's, she's a woman. Mad at him. She's a woman, she's and a she's woman. like, um, I don't like what's going on right now, and she's not mm. being That's not acceptable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I hope we learn more about Helen. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we do. I have. I have I memories. I, I, I have so. no idea. I have no memories of Helen. I mm. hope we learn more about her. I remember quite liking her. I think she's nice to Aragorn at some point. Yeah, maybe um, she somebody gives him needs a to be. Or something. Yeah, somebody needs to be. Jesus Christ, it's tough out there for everybody. <laughs> <sighs> oh, it's tough out there when you're just a little boy. <laughs> 
Oh God! And right. uh, yeah, I think I think that is it. Should I think probably we're wrap good. this one up. Yeah. Oh, it's a long one, lads. Yeah, I this think we're just gonna have hours. to wrap this one up like instantly. Yeah. Uh, this is just we're just gonna end. Um. Yeah. So next week, what do we go? Oh yeah, who's on summary next week? You are right. Uh, yes. Yes. We have of reading and plots. <laughs> Thieves in the castle and a costly mistake. Ooh. Oh, uh-oh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good news oh, is... Guys. It's... Uh, pretty short. It's like 23 pages. Yeah. So, oh, nice. so it's kind of like less than the whole of... Um, old Friends. Old Friends. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, that's Looking good. We can make up it. for this bumper one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Woohoo! Woo!